Well, hello, Faith family. Welcome to another one of our weekly panels. Uh, today, Kyle uh, preached from 2 Samuel chapter 18 and the first eight verses of chapter 19. The title is The End of Absalom. And so this is finally the defeat of Absalom's army, the coup that we've been studying uh, both in the making and then uh, when it actually happened, the last several sermons uh, is finally defeated. And uh, King David's uh, side... It, uh, reign supreme, and he will come back uh, to the throne after uh, Absalom's rebellion. Um, and uh, like all of these sermons, this is so so much more than just some ancient uh, Middle Eastern history. Uh, Kyle did a great job unpacking uh, both the big picture truths for the gospel and even practical lessons for our own lives. Well, with with that intro, uh, I'm joined here by uh, my partner, frequent partner in crime, Mike Workman. Um, Mike. Uh, what really blessed your heart from today's sermon? Just, once again, there's a lot in this sermon, and so I have to digest it in, in pieces and parts. Uh, and so whether it blessed or not, the question that he asked uh, on his fourth point is, am I still rejoicing in the gospel? Mm. Uh, I just, I, you know, just so I had to do some serious self-reflection. Uh, this has been a, you know, a hard week. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that's had a hard week. And uh, knowing that, uh, you know, I, I didn't do that well this mm-hmm. week. So, um, but there is uplifting. I mean, that is uplifting to recognize that the Lord allowed that sermon to to point out that, or you know, in, in my life. And uh, so yeah. that would be, that's, that's the one thing that just stood out. Yeah, the gospel should encourage us. Um, gives us the hope of forgiveness, and then it motivates us out through joy to get dust ourselves back off and, and live for the Lord out of gratitude, not out of obligation right, or as shameful guilt. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a reminder that we need all the time, as, or as Martin Lloyd-Jones uh, said, preach the gospel to yourself. And yeah. that's, a, that's something that we should all do more of. And if you want to learn more about that, take one of our... Um, uh, well, I forget what we call it, but Gospel for Everyday Living. But we've got a whole score seminar talking about the gospel and its implications for uh, your, your heart and why it should be central. Well, the, the thing that really um, was most impactful on my heart, um, as many of you know, I, well, I'm already a father, but we're going to welcome our precious little bundle of joy into the world, Lord willing, at the end of February. And so those applications about parents, what do you value for your children most? And it just... I mean, I've, this has already been my wife and I, my um, heart for our daughter is that we would care more about her spiritual health than her physical health, her spiritual well-being more than uh, getting the good things in life right. or anything like that. But it was just another good confirmation that, that hey, my winning for me with parenthood is that I have a daughter who loves the Lord and lives for yes. him. It is far more about whether she's good at sports or not, uh, uh, how well she does in school, what college she goes to, whether she finds that special someone and and has a uh, happy marriage and and provides grandchildren for me. No. Success is if my daughter, and this is my wife and my frequent prayer for her already, is that she would come to know the Lord at Mm -hmm. an early age, that she would live uh, her life for his glory. And that that is it. Yep. And of course, that's going to involve, you know, uh, using wisdom to try to wisely steward her gifts and interests and opportunities and everything. Um, but just it just helped redouble my effort. And, and what a, a shame, a tragedy of King David 
that for at least most of his life, he was far more concerned about those superficial things with his sons. That and he never, he didn't love his sons enough to confront them about their sin, exactly. to discipline them and um, uh, for, the, for their own good. So that was the thing that as a, as a soon-to-be uh, parent here uh, was really uh, on the, the, my forefront of my mind. Well, Kyle sprinkled in, as he often does, several uh, truths here. What are some truths that really stood out to you, Mike? Well, as I, you know, the original one we talked about, am I still rejoicing in the gospel? Um, that's important to me to, uh, especially this week, is not lose sight, as I've already said about that. Uh, it was really interesting. I know this had to be a, not necessarily an easy text, uh, knowing as our pastors do uh, the people you know our, the the people that are members in in attenders here especially when it came to the children um the, you know um are we idolizing our children taking some of their decisions in a way that's it's like we're still being responsible for them when in fact at this point in some cases, they're adults, and they've chosen on their own. Um, so I, I'm just—it's amazing to me all these different things that he pulled out mm. in these sermons, and probably uh, more than any sermon in recent, in the last three, four, five, six weeks. Mm -hmm. This is the one that I have got to go back and, and just kind of dissect yeah. more. And, and like we talk about every week, that's kind of what these are for—to get our our juices going so we can think about some of these things during the week. So I've got several things that I personally have to kind of look at. Cool. Well, that's great. Well, and I think that kind of insight comes from many years as a pastor dealing with counseling mm -hmm. and just that pastoral heart that God has given to Kyle. And so I think that's the fruit of that, just seeing, being sensitive to all the different um, stresses and griefs that a congregation like this is going through. Um, and so there, there is, there's hope for the hurting, uh, whether that is like David, it's, um, it's grief mixed with guilt or just plain grief in, in suffering or all the above. Um, that there, there's hope uh, and there is truth from the Word of God that, that we need to hear. Uh, really, the, the, again, the, the, some of the most helpful truths is, again, just for me, is, again, how Kyle gets to the gospel. Mm. Uh, all through this series, yeah. Kyle's done a great job. Anytime we see King David, we need to think about great David's greater son. So that, that, and then, really, it was kind of reinforced by, in, in my seminar today, we started with an overview of the Old Testament. We talked about one of those big themes all, all the way throughout there is God's promise. And one of those promises is, uh, it goes back to Genesis, the seed that would uh, defeat the serpent and, mm -hmm. and be the ultimate solution to sin that was reiterated with Abraham, with that he, through him all the nations would be blessed. And then in David, it's that promise is reiterated much more specifically of a king whose throne would last forever and would mm -hmm. finally deal with sin. And so, again, here, here is, we're like, is God's promise going to fail? Is David's line going to be snuffed out by his own son, Absalom? No. Uh, Absalom is supernaturally defeated, and uh, the, the David is, uh, per perseveres, and thus the line of Christ uh, perseveres. But really, I think the most powerful way that, that Kyle brought uh, this passage to the gospel is Absalom as an antitype, yes. as a reverse a type of Christ. 
uh, Absalom uh, hung on the tree for his own sins, whereas Christ was hung on the tree for our sins. Absalom experiencing a curse because, as Deuteronomy said, cursed is everyone who's hung on a tree. Um, he experienced a curse that he deserved. Christ uh, endured the curse of the cross to deliver us from the curse of the law, the curse that we deserve by all failing to complete, uh, fulfill the law uh, perfectly. Um, that is just so powerful, and that is an example of what we want people in this congregation through their study of the, of the Word um, to be able to, maybe not with the same skill of a Kyle, but to be able to see those, those gospel implications that point to Christ through any part of, uh, of Scripture. And, uh, you know, going speaking to that is I've heard that Many times that story, uh, I've read it personally, I've never seen that similarities or the differences. Mm-hmm. And, and I will never view, anytime I hear that in the future, it'll never be the same. Yeah. And I am so thankful that he, yeah, when he gave us the similarities and the differences, just like, I never, and it seems obvious, you know, an hour mm-hmm. after the sermon, but... It, yeah. wa- it wasn't an hour before the sermon. Today. Yeah, I mean, I, l- I remember when I first started hearing this kind of gospel-centered expository preaching, it, there's an excitement there. I, hopefully none of us will, will lose it. I mean, I think you yeah. and I both refl- reflect, like, it's exciting to see it even uh, today. Um, but we, we want you to all experience that excitement of seeing the gospel in every aspect of, of the scriptures. And yeah. that, that they will have, Lord willing, anytime you hear about the story of Absalom, that 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 uh, gospel reminder will be there with you. Will be for me. Great. Any other truths or, or thoughts to share? So, yeah, just one final thing. You know, he dealt a lot with people who we talked about had wayward children. Mm-hmm. We could see that uh, our children that were in sin, let's just call it what it is, they're, they're living in sin. Uh, they're not showing any type of repentance or things like that. How we can feel guilt in, in, in that uh, associated with it not disproportionate guilt i can i i would say maybe the transverse is true also your children are are things are going well in their life they're they're strong believers they're growing things like uh, that type of thing i I don't think i can take credit for those Mm -hmm. things either uh it is a work of the lord uh i assume that david just from what we've seen up to this point that david doesn't have a very good track record as spiritually inputting in his in his sons and yet we see solomon mm-hmm. we see some of the same problems come up later on with with solomon um even magnified uh, uh with his dad but we see solomon come and ultimately the lord chose solomon uh f- to be to be the heir um and so you know i would just say that the the uh, i can't my wife and i can't take credit for our sons uh, that is a work of the Lord. I'm mm. thankful for it. Yeah, but it is a work for the Lord. Yeah, no, that's we trust in God's sovereignty over over those kinds of things, and all He calls us to is stewardship. Yeah, uh, that's you know one of my constant you know one of one of my mantras to my fellow elders here at at the church is hey God doesn't uh, require us to produce the results. Re- results are His His responsibility. He just requires us to be faithful. So I think here we, we have a call to be stewards to try to take advantage of the opportunities God gives us. And we also can't let our regrets about our poor stewardship in the past prevent us from seeking from today forward to be as good stewards as we can. But ultimately, our only trust is in the sovereignty of God. 
and uh, and and then it's and obviously when God, anytime God does a work in someone's heart, that's supernatural. Yes. Yes. Does God use human tools and and our fe- the feebleness of preaching as uh, or the foolishness of preaching, as Paul says? Yes. But ultimately, it's God's work, and that gives us encouragement that uh, if we are in him, it's because of God's doing. And if God is doing a good work in others, he may have used us in some small pa- uh, fashion, but it's ultimately of the Lord. And that that also motivates us to be good stewards, and it takes a lot of the pressure off. It too. does. And this this whole sermon was encouraging. Yeah. It, it may not seem like it, but when you begin to pull it mm. apart, it is encouraging to me. Yeah. Yeah, you need, you need to see the... Uh, the, the darkness of sin, because that's a great foil that the light of the gospel then can shine against Absolutely. in contrast. Well, well, thank you so much, Faith Family, for joining us. Hopefully, uh, we hope that this has been helpful. We look forward to seeing you next week where uh, Kyle, Lord willing, will pick up where he left off in Second Samuel chapter 19, verse 9.